talking with the experts. Hello and welcome to Talking with the Experts. My name is Rose Davidson from rosedavidson.com and Talking with the Experts is about all things business by business owners for business owners and you can find it on all good podcasting streaming platforms and on YouTube. And today my guest is Shilpa Penchatmautia. I'm sure she'll correct me on that because it's uh, quite a difficult name for me. And uh, Shilpa is an accomplished serial entrepreneur, having started, scaled and sold multiple businesses in diverse sectors. She works with ambitious, passionate business owners on building sustainable growth, profit and joy. She started her business journey selling lemonade and spending her pocket money buying um, the FT when she was 12. She turns companies into profit generators. Wow, that's exciting. Excellent. It's safe to say that Shilpa knows how to squeeze the juice when it comes to business. And she likes nothing more than when her clients do the same. Welcome, Shilpa, and thank you for joining me. Thank you so much, Rose. I'm delighted to be here with you. Yeah, so the power of mastermind and a peer group. So you've been in business for over 21 years and you've done it all on your own. And uh, so tell me a little bit about your business journey. Yeah, so um, I can't believe it's been 21 years. I, I thought I was just 21 years old, you know. <laughs> Life goes fast and time goes fast. My business journey started uh, 21 years ago and I got disillusioned with working for the corporate world. I'd worked for Pepsi, Coke, Ericsson and had really good jobs, but I just didn't feel that I was... Um, achieving my potential. Um, and I also felt a little bit stifled with the opportunities in those years that were there for, for female um, management. My, my first business, um, I bootstrapped and it was a, um, a, a tech business, specifically doing websites and e-commerce. And within a year, I'd flipped it and sold it. So it was absolutely phenomenal that I had such great success with it. Um, consequently, I went on to um, start and scale um, four more businesses, two of those businesses with, with two business partners. But every single time I felt I was alone, even though I had a business partner, it, it still felt that I was alone because my mind was different. I was so much more ambitious. And many business owners, they will, they will resonate with this because it's a real big part of their lives but do they have someone to speak to so I've always 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 wanted to have a mastermind ever since I read um, Napoleon Rich's book and he talks about the power of masterminds where you've got a group of people that you can talk to and I first designed my own mastermind and it was just that I spoke to some people in the community and I said actually four women and I said look how about we sit down and once a week we get together and we just talk about what's going on. And it worked really well initially. And then it ended up being a bit of a mother's meeting because we, were, we all had families and life to deal with. And the actual core essence of what I wanted to achieve in that mastermind with this group of friends wasn't, wasn't actually going through. So um, it's, it's, been, it's been exciting um, and exhilarating the business journey. But I always say to people that find yourself a peer group, find yourself a group that you can you can call a mastermind, 
And many people struggle to do that. So, so I support uh, businesses with that. And I run a couple of masterminds where people can come to me and I can facilitate an opportunity for them to meet with hand-picked business owners that are similar to them. You've heard this, Rose. They say that we are the sum of five people that we spend time with. Absolutely. Yes, yes. And, and I found that to be quite true. And uh, I used to live in Adelaide, which is uh, uh, a capital city in South Australia. And, you know, everybody knows everybody. And the same, um, I've moved states and now I live in Tasmania. And that's even, you know, closer knit. So, you know, everyone knows everyone's business pretty much. Or you know, or you know somebody who knows somebody. So, yeah, when there's a disaster down here, it's you know it's like family which 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 is good how does that relate to business How well business- I guess um in business wise like in Adelaide um business owners you know you would know at least five people that from different walks of life it that uh, were in business and you know they used to they just travel in the same circles it's yeah. really strange quite strange I've never come across that before that's fantastic. There's so much power in that cross diversity for business owners. And this is what potentially a peer group, a mastermind group, call it what you want. It's something that you can set up yourselves. And you can, like I did, you can create a group of four, five, 10 people. I've heard of masterminds across the pond in, in America with, where 10 people get on a phone call every single week. And whoever's got a problem will say, look, you know, my problem's really pressing. My PA's left and I can't replace her. I don't think I want to replace her. One of the issues that many of us have been looking at recently is do we go back to our offices or do we adopt a hybrid model or do we just work completely remotely? And if we're going to work completely remotely, what tools are involved in, in, in bringing our teams involved? How do we maintain productivity? How do we create those water cooler moments? Um, and, and these are the sorts of things and challenges that business owners that that have achieved some level of success and want to scale, they want to throw the dice and scale, want to discuss. And that's really where the energy and the success of masterminds comes to play. Um, And and business is very much, um, success in business is very much about the speed of implementation, I realized. It's not often skill or knowledge, but speed of implementation, of getting to market and maintaining that 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 positioning and if you think about the stats um is it something like nine out of every 10 businesses startups fail it's it's a very generalized pretty it's pretty um pretty high up there yeah so if you can actually pattern interrupt that and give every single business owner a phenomenal amount of support and opportunity to implement whatever they're doing in their business, then that's going to give them the opportunity to succeed. Because isn't business just about continuity and that big thing, lead generation? Mm. Yeah, lead generation, I don't know. I'd like to get back to um, the topic of, you know, hybrid businesses. Um, To me, I think um, digital is is probably the way to go, but I know a lot of businesses will be doing it, um, you know, the hybrid model. What are your thoughts around that? I think there's huge opportunities there. We have been through a seismic change in the world. Um, Here in London, where I live and and work, um, we're pretty much coming up to lockdown for for one year. I celebrated my one year anniversary. 
And it's been challenging for small businesses who I support initially. But once they learn to trust their employees, because look, they had no other opportunity. We were in national lockdown and we were told to work from home. But we've we've got a, a, a huge suite of productivity tools. We've project management tools like Asana and Trello. They, they, these um, Slack for conversations. Um, many smaller businesses have set up net co-networking rooms. So they'll jump onto a Zoom screen and they'll mm. create little breakout rooms and they'll work together. So you've got the opportunity of maybe doing Pomodoro technique, working 40 minutes and then, then, then breaking. So it's almost creating a virtual opportunity to, to work together. And I, I think people need that interaction. So the hybrid model will perhaps be a, a better, better position to. And I think businesses will need to think about cost of, of premises. Um, I, I know businesses that I support are talking about having a sales force and that's been digitally being used. Do they take that sales force, roll it out digitally full time or do they create a different model, maybe look after key accounts only? I think every single business owner is going to have to sit down and evaluate where their business is and what the market trends are there in their sector and, and kind of try it and see, test the market, are they going in and evolve? But there is going to be a new way of working because um, I, think, I think employees are very used to working in jogging bottoms too and they don't want to go back to high heels and makeup. I totally agree with that. I think um, the hybrid way is going to be the way forward. I think people um, enjoy the freedom of, you know, having to work from home and um, and not have, yeah, as you say, not have to get dressed up and put the high heels and the makeup on and the suits and ties for that matter. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll see, we'll see but I'm pretty sure moving forward for the next couple of years, that'll be the business model. Will be will be hybrid like hybrid events and you know hybrid offices so yeah, and I, I think, think um yeah I don't know I just really don't know that people will actually want to go back to working full-time in an office it's because it is stifling and you know you can't just get up out of your chair and go outside because you know you feel like it or you can't just you know do lots of things when you're stuck in an office all day I think the other element is that um I think people's work-life balance has changed I mean, certainly here in Europe, we work very hard in England. We, we, we work a, a eight to six is, is, is very normal for office workers, for knowledge workers. Um, and I think people can burn out very quickly. And we've certainly seen that in pandemic times that people haven't had that ability to, to work that work-life balance and have time to do things that they want to do especially business owners, because we've got a myriad of things to do. Mm. We've forever, ever got tasks. And with, with uh, business owners with small families, they put the kids to bed and they're back at their desks. But what I realized is that business owners are finding a different rhythm because they're implementing more rules and, and guidelines and um, parameters around their work, which is allowing them to do their work and be efficient with it and also have time to spend time with the children, Give, cook nutritious meals for the family, for themselves. And, and all these things are so important, but running a full-time job or a full-time business has made it really difficult. Mm, I agree. And, and when you don't have the commute anymore, you know, a lot of people, three or f three hours sometimes commute. So, you know, there's three hours you can spend with your family. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's, it's, it's a crazy amount of time now that we've had time away from it to actually think about, reflect and reevaluate what we want to get out of life. And I'm hoping to see business owners and have more happier staff. They have more support in what they're doing mm-hmm. and they're more productive and more efficient. Absolutely. Now, another topic that um, is, is a bit topical at the moment is um, um, productivity for business owners and burnout. Me and you touched on it just a, a moment ago. Um, I know burnout was really rife, you know, when you had to work in an office and, you know, having to travel and trying to find the, that work-life balance. So, you know, what are your thoughts around that? A little yeah, bit more deep, deeply. Yeah, yeah. Uh, productivity is a big thing for entrepreneurs and, and business owners. Um, we have forever got things to do. We have projects to launch and there's always ideas. How are we being more efficient? And one of the things that I look at always doing with people that I work with and I encourage all business owners to do is, is to keep a 90 day plan. Now, I, I have a confession to make, you know, in all the businesses that I've run, I've never had a plan. I, I've, I've just always run it. That's just been me. Had I had someone to work with coaching and, and business processes and business support wasn't around in those days as it is today. Entrepreneurship has changed. Um, I would have done things differently. And I wonder if I'd have been more successful faster and certainly would I have lived more of life? I, I think so. I, I spent way too much of my life working. Um, I'm a big fan of using productivity tools, really talked about things like Trello, Asana. I'm a, I'm a big fan of creating routine in the mornings. You know, I think if you've got a routine, I'm an early starter. Um, I'm, I, I belong to Robin Sharma's 5 a.m. club. What happens, Rose, is that you all of a sudden create time for yourself. You've got time for meditation. It's so important to have something to do, which is, which is about the mind and space, whatever it is that you choose. I'm, I'm a big fan of yoga. So I have a daily yoga practice, which sets me up for the day. I think it's really important to, to have a, an idea of what you want to achieve in the day. Um, and you, when, when it's pin drop silence throughout the morning and nobody's awake, there's great opportunity for creativity and that space that we don't have. So that often helps productivity because you've got a head start straight away. I mean, I, I, my staff won't come into work till nine o'clock. I'll often have a good three hours before that, which means that I get my to-do list done. I've got my emails done. I've actually only started checking emails once a day, which is first thing in the morning for me. And maybe sometimes I'll go back at night. But that's been a game changer because rather than being a slave to email and text messages and messaging systems, it's, it's been much more um, controlled, which has, again, given me time for this thing called productivity. Yeah. Balancing productivity is really important because if we, if we don't have that balance, then we have this thing that we all call burnout where we don't function. And um, hands up, I, 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 I burnt out. I burnt out three years ago. It was so bad for me, Rose, that I actually had to sell my business. I, I ran a digital marketing agency for 10 years and I just couldn't function anymore. It was fortunate that I was already in um, talks with uh, another agency for trade sale. So it kind, I kind of expediated the process because I could, I was lucky. But what about business owners that can't? So it's really important to go back to that routine, those habits, 
I, I have in my diary because I'm one of those passionate business owners. Once I get stuck into something, that's it. I just want to get going. And that's the exact thing that stops us from being refreshed and revitalized. And, and I have recharge breaks in my diary. So I actually have breaks. Um, and I work a strict 40-minute window. So I do the Pomodoro technique. And I, I have a break. I stretch my legs. I, I go and have some water. Working from home, I've changed the way I work. I've bought myself a desk, um, a standing desk, so I can take calls and, and work. Um, in, in the summer here in England, I, I work in my conservatory, so I've, I've got that environment and that light. So it's really a focus on well-being. How are we taking care of ourselves, our minds, our nutrition, our families, and, and our businesses? And, and I think when the leader is happy, and the staff are happy and, and these practices filter down routine good habits recharge breaks mental health awareness and that's going to prevent business owners burning out there's a huge increase in that and also our staff burning out because they're they're learning how to be productive and efficient at the same time as well as looking after themselves yeah i agree i think um Happy boss, happy staff. Um, and, you know, if you, I guess, educate your staff in the, in the way that, um, you know, you operate and to make yourself happy, then it has to obviously filter down as, as long as, you know, they're taking the, the lead from you. So, yeah, and I think um, with uh, what's happened, you know, since the pandemic hit, I think everyone's been sort of, Forced to change, you know, the way they look at themselves and the way they look at their businesses and how they run them and, and how they interact with their staff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so have you um, written anything um, interesting of late? I'm always writing. I'm um, very prolific on LinkedIn and I run a blog and I, I write for a few business publications uh, I've been very philosophical these days about what the pandemic's meant to us and how we're, we're thinking about having a new life. And it's enabled us as business owners to actually seize massive opportunities because all of a sudden there's these new trends happening and some businesses are crushing it mm. and some businesses are struggling. Um, uh, business owners, entrepreneurs by their nature, their DNA are, are chameleons and they can change. So it's a huge opportunity for us to say, well, where are the opportunities? It's digital. There's a lot of emphasis on learning. There's, there's new, new ways of, of, of working. So there's going to be opportunities there with hybrid model. Um, things that we used to do before, teamworks and huddles and water cooler moments and, and, and team sessions out and brainstorming. How is that going to work on a hybrid model? And I think there's going to be opportunities for new tech and new apps and, and, and maybe mm. even physical spaces where you come together and interact. Um, I've seen a lot of co-working spaces come about with crashes. I mean, that's, that's not novel, but all of a sudden it, it's become popular and there's a rise in, 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 in profits for them. Yeah, I've seen a lot of new apps out um, being advertised, you know, for for co-working space and you know for businesses to interact with their clients other than you know using zoom or or facebook talk or whatever so yeah i think they're going to um, be very profitable in the future 
because you're right about the water cooler moments, you know, it's time for the staff to, you know, have some downtime and, you know, and just either talk about a project they're doing or, you know, something that's going on with a family or it's just, it's just chill out time away from their desk and away from the hassle of the, of what, of the job that they're doing at the moment. So well, social that... beings, we, we need that interaction in, in many levels, even on a business level where you've got a project that you're dealing with, you want to have a different thought process around it, you want to discuss it, or you've mm. actually found time with a colleague to sit down and discuss it because they, you, you're busy with meetings and, and, and events and things and you, you've got that water cooler, well, hey, I, I really want to set some time to talk to this man. Those meetings are, are, are going and that, that, that interaction is, is, is going as well. Yeah, I, I, you know, you're right. You know, you need to have a difference of perspective sometimes because sometimes you just get a little bit of tunnel vision and you think, you know, yeah, and I just need another opinion because sometimes, you know, what's going on in my world is not necessarily what is the actual, mm, the truth of it or, you know, how it's going to pan out in the end. Yeah. The, the, the other thing about the hybrid model, Rose, is that we need somewhere uh, for younger staff and inexperienced, less experienced staff to grow. If you're completely remote, then what sort of systems will staff have? Many of the digital companies that I work with will have lots of knowledge systems in place, but it means that the, the staff is shadowed by someone remotely and they're constantly learning from, from a screen. And and that, um, that third dimension of learning, which is peer-to-peer, -peer, mm. is, is... It's being so lost. It's been lost. Yeah, yeah. So it'd be, good, it'd be good for some sort of hybrid model so that the youth have structure. That's where they learn. They learn from people. They learn from teams. They learn from environments. And if they're stuck in their home. And the other thing that I've been thinking about is that not everyone has a home office or space. And, you know, I know many people that are working from one bedroom apartment and, 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 and that one partner uh, puts up the, the ironing board in the bedroom and uses that as a desk. And the, the other partner uses the other room or they're propped up on the kitchen table. Um, so I wonder what implications that going to have for, for form and, and, you know, it's not going to be ergonomically efficient, most of these um, practices of where we work from the kitchen table. Yeah, that's, that's a very good point. I hadn't thought of it in that way. Yes, and a lot of people don't have the luxury of having a home office and, yeah, ha having to, um, you know, implement uh, other strategies to, to, to do that and, um, yeah, so that is, and actually, I hadn't, as I said, I hadn't thought of it in that term. So, well done, well done for bringing that up because, yeah, there will be a lot of people that um, are challenged with um, doing work from home totally yeah. without having to go into the office. Yeah, that's, there's going to be lots of opportunities for, for, for new businesses to arise and new ways of working, thinking, and being. I'm quite excited, Rose, to see what the future brings. I've always been a woman that's enjoyed innovation. So I'm, I'm looking forward to, to, to the new way. I miss going into London. I, I miss sitting in front of clients and doing strategy sessions with them and pulling out a flip chart and thinking things through. What I've noticed in consultation with them is that we're a lot more laser focused. So mm. when we talk about remote working, um, hybrid working, does this, and we talked about productivity. Are, are you seeing that maybe we're a little bit more laser focused, more productive than we were before? 
Um, I think a lot of businesses are. I've been talking to a few businesses uh, recently who their production since the pandemic has skyrocketed um, for whatever reason, and they can't explain it either. They just seem to be more productive in in how they manage their staff, how they manage their, their businesses in general. So, yeah, they're saying it's the, um, you know, being at home, it's um, being more yeah, focused on their business rather than having outside influences. So I don't know. You could be well right there. Good point. Hmm. Anyway, where can people find you, Shilpa? Yeah, I'm, I'm very prolific on LinkedIn. Feel free to follow me, Shilpa P. Um, and I'm on LinkedIn, uh, I've mentioned that. I'm on Instagram, I'm on Twitter, and I'm on Clubhouse. All three of the handles are at Shilpa P. And my website is Shilpa, S-H-I-L-P-A, hyphen P.com. Beautiful, thank you so much. And uh, any last words of wisdom for our listeners? Oh, I, I'm always a big fan of entrepreneurs doing exactly what they want. So lots of support and encouragement and never lose sight of your dreams and, and be whoever you want to be. I, I think we have the opportunity. Yes, I like that. That's a very good philosophy. I like being who I want to be. <laughs> it's been a pleasure speaking with you today. Thank you so much for joining me. Rose, I've loved speaking with you. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks. Bye-bye for now. Bye-bye.